When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. Your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. Download at the hockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hey, Stars fans, it's Jeff Kay, public address announcer for your Dallas Stars, and you're listening to Starcastic Remarks, part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Go Stars! Hey, guys. Welcome back to Starcastic Remarks. My name is Ryan Chambers. Alongside my brothers, James to my left and Chris to my right, we are Starcastic Remarks, as always. Please go and use that promo code THPN. Next time you go and use DraftKings Sportsbook and Raycon, we thank them for being the sponsors of us, our podcast, and all of THPN. Uh, the Dallas Stars get a very good win tonight, guys, by a final score of 4-3 to three in overtime over the Arizona Coyotes. We would have not been able to say that a couple of years ago. A good win over the Coyotes. What's your initial thoughts from this game? First of all, great to be back. The boys are back in town after a long and busy week. Beautiful. Um, and... That's not exactly how we thought the third period would go, but hey, it was a lot more fun <laughs> that way. That's for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, I th- one one thing that you can take away from this game is that the Coyotes know how to finish pucks now. I mean, it, it, it they had a lot of chances, but the chances that they shot pretty much all went in. <laughs> I got to give uh, my biggest initial takeaways tonight is actually the Arizona Coyotes themselves. I was very impressed with how they played tonight for a majority of the game. They I, they didn't get a lot of chances in the first period. The Stars pretty much controlled the first period, but when they got an opportunity, a.k.a. their first shot, they took advantage of it, and their defense looked pretty good as the game went along. And I was, I think, more impressed with anything and the fact that the Stars are known as like a skating team. They, like, they, they are very fast. They can move the puck pretty quickly. And... Arizona stuck with us. I, I mean, seriously, I was I I could not have been more impressed with another team. And as for games for this season so far, this has been my favorite. I mean, it was so fun back and forth. Uh, both teams were kind of making the other team kind of work for it. There were some bad plays both ways. There were some good plays both ways. So overall, just a very entertaining game of hockey. Yeah, definitely agree. This is probably the most entertaining game for for me as well. And 
Arizona's defense is so much better. I mean, they lock down the middle of the ice, and that's where the Stars like to live. They love to live in the slot and get their chances from there. And it was really locked down until the end of the game when it kind of broke open. And the Yotes had to stretch the ice a little bit to make something happen. They did make something happen, but they couldn't get back into that defensive form that they had throughout the entirety of the game. And Stars took advantage of that with a cherry-picking Tyler Sagan. So there's a lot of things to kind of talk about tonight, you guys. But I think obviously the one we got to talk about first is the guy that seems to be kind of taking the limelight from the top line. And that's Matt Duchesne. I mean, the guy comes into Dallas and (laughs) I mean, I can't say I expected this. I just expected him to try and get that second line going. And he's done that and more. And he and Sagan both have their fingerprints on the last two goals for the Stars tonight. They're the reasons why the Stars get two points tonight. Those two guys. And specifically Duchesne. Yep. And that line looked great after the third Coyotes goal, too. That was the line that got back out there and really had a statement shift. was like, we're not just going to roll over and lose this game. We're jumping right back out there. It was after the, the second Coyotes goal that that happened. Sorry, that they had a really good shift. And... As soon as they got off the ice, then they get the stretch pass. Suter gets beat, and they get the the go-ahead goal. And it's only fitting that they come back to tie and then eventually win the game. And, man, yes, Duchesne, he's definitely been the best guy since he returned from his injury. He's been the best all-star. But, man, that move by Sagan, oh, my goodness. I oh, loved yeah. Razor's call. He said, he said more moves than a snake falling out of a tree. <laughs> what, a, what a call there. That's amazing. But yeah, I, that was vintage Tyler Sagan putting his flag down. I'm still Tyler Sagan. I can do Tyler Sagan things from now and then. And Duchesne did have a great night, but I mean, Sagan was the one executing on that line. I mean, he executes on the goal and he makes a perfect pass in overtime. I mean, he drives to the net, throws it in front. It's it's a, a dunk. Slam dunk. It, it, it's so much fun to watch Matt Duchesne. I, I, this is like my fourth time mentioning about it, but like it, it, there was a, a play in the first period where you knew exactly what he was going to do. You knew he was going to out try and out dangle the two guys and you knew he was going to try and go around them. And he did exactly that. And the wow. only reason why it wasn't a goal is because Vimelka made a really good save. That was it. I mean, you, you could see exactly what he was going to do. You could predict it. And you're like, Oh my goodness. He's going to do it. He's going to do it. Oh, dang. Stupid Vimelka. And he's just, he's so much fun right now. He's someone so, so confident with the puck since like Mike Ribeiro was. Yes. That's a, that's a good comparison. I like that. He just, it doesn't matter. He's fully confident that he's going to make an outstanding move and beat somebody. No matter if he's doing a crazy spinorama or trying to deep between the legs, he's just fully confident that it's going to work. So what are we seeing from Duchesne that's making the other two guys better? Is it just the fact that he's space, he's doing it's hints space. things? He's <laughs> doing hints, hints things. things. Exactly. It's kind of hints things, but it's different too. He's, he's not just using blazing speed. He's using the, the, the handles. He's using his mitts, drawing the attention, and then everyone collapses on him. He's like, oh, dish it off. There you go, Sagan. And... Or there you go, Marshman, and they dunk it. Yeah. That's pretty much what's been happening. Just kind of happened in reverse this time at the end with the two-on-one on uh, the three-on-three overtime. But I really think him making those flashy moves is drawing attention away from the wingers, and it gives the wingers the space, like you said, James, to put those pucks in and get good shots. And I, I also think 
uh, Chris, what we're getting from him as well is because he's able to make those plays, he's giving confidence to Sagan oh, and, and Marchment to do those sort of plays as well. Absolutely. And that, that last goal in overtime is a perfect example of that because Sagan normally would not have been able, well, I wouldn't say wouldn't have been able. He would have... Last year. Last year. He last year, last he year wouldn't have, do that. He, he probably Agreed. wouldn't have been able to pull that move off as much as he could. And it was a brilliant play, absolute brilliant pass, brilliant play. And again, you could see exactly what Sagan was going to do. It was predictable, and it didn't matter. It absolutely didn't matter. They, they were the two of those guys together right now are just dynamite. So I Great believe point. that was one of the big, uh, big talking points coming out of tonight. I love, love Matt Duchesne right now. By the way, did we mention he makes three million dollars? By the he way, he makes less than Foxa. <laughs> By the way, the Predators are play are paying him to not play on their hockey team. Wow, what a terrible decision! <laughs> I, I still don't. It's kind of a side tangent, but I still don't understand what the Predators did this offseason. They they got rid of their big guys, and then they go out and spend money during free agency to go and get out Ryan O'Reilly to try and replace Matt Duchesne and Ryan Johansson. I don't get it, but I don't know. Maybe it's. I smell a hot GM chair over in Nashville. He just got there. He just I know. Got there. <laughs> that is a those are terrible moves. I don't yeah, care. It, he's still got a couple of years behind him. And Nashville is very uh very loyal because David Boyle was there for so long. But um anyways, I talked about my big storyline for just tonight. Uh what else did you guys see in tonight that you want to talk about? I really like the defensive game from both teams, really. I thought that's what it was until the end of the third period when it kind of opened up a little bit. But both teams were locking down the center of their ice, playing very well. Neither goaltender was getting tested all that much, and whenever they did, they kind of had an answer for it, except for the first shot of the game that Ottinger faced. Um, so I thought the Stars played a good defensive slugfest for the first 50 minutes and then showed that they have the offensive prowess to come back from just a – Total punch to the balls is what that is. I mean, two goals at the end of the game, a, a defensive lockdown game, so quickly in a row. I mean, it's so easy to roll over those five minutes and be like, ah, oh, we lost this one. And the, the fight back and the ability to bring that offense out whenever the game does open up is, is my kind of two two keys. I won't, I won't give you one. I'll give you two. Yeah, the stars of last year have returned. <laughs> yep. that's, that's exactly what it felt like. I mean, they they were in control most of the game, and then it slipped, and they're like, nope, it's still ours. <laughs> Take it right back. And, and that's that's really where great team. We talk about great teams find a ways finding ways to win, and that's correct. But this is more of what I think of when a great team finds a way to win. They play a good uh, game. I agree. Yes. Yes. They pl they played a good game, except for. Four minutes in the third period, they screwed up. They fully screwed up, too. Terrible plays. Yeah. Both of them. Both goals, super bad. But it doesn't matter because they're a good team. And they fought back, didn't roll over, decided they weren't going to lose the game. That's what I more think of when I say good teams find a way to win. It, we kind of did it the wrong way in the beginning of the season. But mm. these, these past four games, especially on this, on this win streak, it, it's felt like we've gotten back to, like you said, James, the stars of last year couple of thoughts that come to my head while you were talking, Chris. The first thing is when we went down three to two, I was actually worried probably for the first time this season, worried about, you know, are the stars going to be able to pull this off, especially after the, the gut punch they just took. 
And then uh, my second thought was actually in the first period, you kind of mentioned a little bit. I mean, we were playing really well. I, I mean, they, they talked on the broadcast eight games in 14 days. Obviously, there's going to be some uh, little bit of rust. That's not the right word. A little bit of exhaustion there, I guess I should say. And they didn't really show it the first 10 minutes. They didn't. They, they kind of uh, not fully took it to the Coyotes, but they were definitely the dominant team in the first period. Yeah. And what really stunk was the fact we gave up the first goal on the first shot of the game for the Coyotes. And the only thing I could think of was, okay, so we've been complaining about the fact that we've been starting slow all year and we have a good start. And whenever we have good starts, it seems like we just, we give up the first goal anyways. So I guess the moral of the story is just start slow anyways. (laughs) Yeah. And that was another good response too, by the stars. I mean, two really big emotional responses, I think, because the first five minutes, I think we did fully dominate the coyotes. We were fantastic. They didn't have have a shot on that. (laughs) They had no shots. We had six and they get that goal. They kind of control the next five minutes, but the stars, again, they fight back and they're saying, that's not how this game's going to go in, in the period tied second period. They take full control there. It's a miracle. There was only one goal scored. And then they have another emotional response in the third period. So that's what I was really key on is the stars really showed who they were tonight emotionally and mentally and where their mental game is, where they fought back on two really unfortunate things that happened and won the game. And that's, that's really what I think the big part of this regular season is for the stars. We're, we're pretty much a lock for a playoff position. We're fighting with one team for the division. Really what we want to see is we want to see this hockey team be competitive and show that competitive energy that they had last season, that never die energy down three goals in the third period, find a way to win. We want to see that exact same thing. And this is the first kind of emotional response that I've seen the stars have that was similar to those kind of games that we had last year. And that, really makes me excited that this team has that same kind of mojo that last year's team did. Now, uh, I kind of want to move on. Lots of good thoughts there, Chris. Uh, I, I, but I, I got to move on just for time's sake. Okay, um, Eden over here. This is another thing I wanted to talk about. Half of what I wanted to talk about was uh, the power play. Power play was meh. Okay, tonight. It, it was not five for eight tonight. <laughs> but... Uh, they still they get a power one. play goal. Hints, hints gets a power play goal, but it, it's the way they did it tonight on the power play goal. It wasn't just a rush chance in and hints flies around and somehow gets to the loose puck and scores, or or it's off the rush from Johnston or something like that. It was a rebound chance. It was a rebound chance, and they were moving the puck around, and that is something that we have not seen a lot of the Dallas Stars power play throughout the season now lately over the last four games as it's gotten better we have and that's something i think we should we should mention tonight and kind of talk about is this something that's going to continue for the stars where the power play is a little bit more available a little bit more able to lean upon when we need a big goal i i was i would say that i would say it's coming it's coming it's coming bang five goals one game (laughs) i think that that one timer needs to be used more too by hints and by that was robertson all three of them need to be taking one timers in my opinion duchene (laughs) i mean duchene on that second unit absolutely the only thing is the power play is a little bit solid tonight by not scoring on an extended five on three that would have iced the game at the end of the second period and that's we talked about that last year, how our power play seems to not get the uh, the clutch goals for some reason. The, the power plays at the end of the game, 
for some reason we can't get those. And I feel like that kind of happens again marker. tonight. You need yeah. to, you have to score on that. I mean, you score on that, the momentum is fully in your favor. Arizona has nothing, and you could maybe even just sleepwalk through the third period and take it home. So you got to find and a way honestly, to score there. Honestly, we could have. I mean, they the Arizona got back in it because they had a really good power play goal. And I, I, I know that you said you didn't really like it that much, Chris, but, I mean, it's a great saucer pass and then a perfect shot on the yeah. right side. It was yeah. a great- it's like eight inches where it's like barely missing everyone. It was a great pass. So, I just hate when one gets through the box like that. That's just that's the only thing that frustrates me. Otter almost got it too. He and did. Some, he, he almost, almost stove and got it as well. Yeah. I mean, just any type of pass gets through the box like that. I'm going to complain, but I, I understand it was a great pass. Uh, so let's talk about the penalty kill for a split second too. Um, they do leak a little bit tonight, but they're the best penalty kill in the NHL. You're not going to stop every single one, obviously, but I understand where you're coming from, Chris, because that that's a pass you don't want to give up. But again, it was a perfect pass. I mean, yeah. hats off to Michelli for that that pass it was ridiculous and a perfect finish and a perfect I mean, finish a, as well. Right? He one time to immediately off a saucer pass and it was a great shot. Hey guys, it's Ryan here. Bet the action on the ice with DraftKings Sportsbook. For some of the money line odds for the games tomorrow on the 15th, the Flyers and the Hurricanes, the Flyers have a plus 210. The Hurricanes have a minus 258. You can also take a look at the Kraken and the Oilers, two of the bottom feeders of the Pacific. The Kraken had a plus 154. The Edmonton Oilers at a minus 185. And then you've got also the high-flying Canucks against the Islanders. The Canucks are at a minus 155, and the Islanders are at a plus 130. Download the app now and use the code THPN. New customers can get 150 bucks instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on hockey. That's code THPN only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. The crown is yours. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. NHL and the NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. All rights reserved. Hey guys, it's Ryan here. It may be too early to start decorating for the holidays, but it's never too early to start your holiday shopping. Why not take care of it now? Before the crowds and packed calendars make shopping a total, complete nightmare. Especially when you can get some of the best deals of the season well before Black Friday. You can shop Raycon products right now and save up to 50% off because their early Black Friday sale is going on now. 
You've heard me talk about Raycon products before a couple of months ago, but Raycon first made a name for themselves in the audio space with products like their everyday earbuds, known for delivering high-quality and thoughtful features, like a 32-hour battery life. That's crazy. In a perfect in-ear fit for all-day wear and lasting comfort. And this past year, they've expanded their entire business with the introduction of Raycon Home and Raycon PowerTech. Their five-star reviewed Magic 1-800 cable allows you to charge iOS, micro-USB, and Type-C devices eight times faster with 100-watt power delivery. Raycon is known for delivering high-quality and thoughtful features at half the price of other premium tech brands. It's no wonder their products have racked up tens of thousands of five-star reviews. To get everyone in the holiday shopping spirit a bit early, Raycon is currently offering 20% off everything on their site, with select products up to 50% off. So, beat the crowds and save now. Trust me, you do not want to miss out on Raycon's early Black Friday sale. Hurry now to buyraycon.com slash THPN to get 20 to 50% off site-wide. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to score up to 50% off Raycon products. Buyraycon.com slash THPN. Now, now back to the power play real quick, because uh, let's get actually get to Eden's question. Um, did I see Johnston on the first power play unit instead of Ben, or was that just line change weirdness? Um, I, I think what she's she's talking about is when the Stars had the five on three, they took the timeout. And it was kind of a mosh podge of people around the clipboard there. Uh, I think it was Duchesne. It was Johnston, uh, Johnston Robo, Hintz, Haskinen, I think. Hero, yeah. Now, I don't know if those guys actually went out and they were the ones that were on the ice after they the... They were? Okay, so yeah, I thought that was, that was interesting. We had on the five on three. Which I think we did that because those are our puck handlers. All of those guys can dangle by themselves and there's tons of space. I don't like the decision. And no. like, I mean, it's a five on three. You sit two people in front and that goaltender can't see anything. I mean. <laughs> and, and last year, our top unit was automatic five on threes. It felt like. No, actually, they weren't. No, they, they were one, for, last we year were they one went... for eight on five yep. on threes last year. Wow. Well, then maybe yeah. it is warranted to at least try something different. Yeah. I, I mean, maybe that's I don't what he mind, was thinking. Yeah. I don't mind it trying it, work. but it just it did it didn't work at all. It did look good. No, no, I I, I didn't think it was terrible. Uh, I I would have liked more shots though. But again, there, we're being nitpicky like, here, guys. We're, there was we're like being one good. Here. There was like one good shot on. It. I mean, but but this this was the turning point of the game, really. I mean, mm -hmm. the the two goals that Arizona gets, yeah. But if we just if we ice it on a five on three. When we're up a goal, I mean, yeah, never have to deal with that. Instead, Arizona has the momentum going into the third period of having killed the five on three and kept themselves in the game. So, yeah. Um, I'd like to talk about uh, Hanley a little bit tonight because obviously that's a big talking point coming into the game is the fact that Thomas Harley, not in concussion protocol, but obviously not good enough to go tonight. Maybe it's just precautionary. <laughs> Maybe it's just precautionary. I don't know. But uh, obviously that hit from uh, Duhame in the last game was not good. And uh, I thought he played okay. I mean, Hanley didn't look out of place. He... And considering he has barely played at all this season, I thought he actually played pretty well. 
He skated really hard tonight is what I think was more of the thing. He he made some positional errors sometimes. Obviously, we can protect him because we're at home. That's how he got 13 minutes. I think if we're on the road, he probably gets 10. But, I mean, he was he was skating really, really hard all the time. And that's exactly what we needed him to do. Yep. I literally I very much, so good job, Hanley. <laughs> I literally thought, think he's the best seventh defenseman in the world. I, I really do. It's like the, the guy now he he can't be in there for like a really long extended period of time, right? Like if he's in there for a period of like seven or eight games, his effectiveness is not as good. But if it's just like, oh, we have a defenseman hurt, throw him in. He always seems like that first game he does pretty well and, and he plugs the hole pretty well. Poor guy. He probably hates that. <laughs> it's like, why do I have to be good at that? Why can't I just be good? Yeah, like, oh, right, I have to be all yeah, the time. Yeah, I know. But, <laughs> I mean, he really, he's a great player, and I admire him a lot. Good. I admire him a lot. He feels it really well, and we've used that multiple times throughout his career in Dallas, for sure. Um, As for the rest of the defense tonight, um, Hayskin in with 2609. He continues to be be pretty good. Um, pretty good I was in a couple of... Yep. Uh, I was in a couple of uh, Stars Group chats tonight, and uh, they were saying that he was turning the puck over a couple of times tonight, and I didn't really see that. And obviously, based off of y'all's body language, y'all didn't really see I, that either. I, I think he plays with Suter is the problem, and Suter had an awful <laughs> night. <laughs> I think he plays 26 minutes of ice time tonight and holds the puck more than anybody. So, yeah, he's going to turn the puck over more than other people are probably because he has it for half the game. Especially so, when yeah. Suter can't play with the puck that night. Especially when Suter can't touch the puck at all. My goodness, he had a tough night. Oh, speaking of other defensemen, how about that uh, two-to-one goal? Nils Lundqvist to Essa Lindell? How about that? Yeah. There you I, go. Thought that well, was, I thought it was a great play by both guys. We always knew Essa was the goal scorer. I mean, he crashes down like that often. I mean, when he, he started knows, recently, for sure. Yeah, when he knows he has the space, he does it. And now he's finally starting to hit the net with them instead of <laughs> not. <laughs> yeah. Um. So we talked about the forwards a little bit. We talked about the defense. Um. Let's talk about the goaltending a little bit tonight. Um. I mean, Otter was just kind of there tonight. It, it kind of felt like he and he wasn't really needed to be a world beater tonight because I, like y'all mentioned, the team defense from the forwards and the defensemen were really good in front of him tonight. Even when there was a bad turnover, it seemed like the Stars were able to mop it up or there was a uh, brush coming towards Otter. It seemed like the Stars did pretty well. Um, What did you think of his play tonight? Did he just kind of meh? Uh, the first goal, I was kind of, I, I kind of looked at it and I was like, he should have had that. And then I kind of looked back on it and I was like, I can kind of see how he could miss that. But what what are y'all's thoughts? Yeah, maybe a little overly aggressive on the first and third goals. I'd agree with. He, he kind of was way far out of his crease. The third one was a, a poke check, which I thought was ill-advised. I think he could have easily made the save had he stayed in his net. But overall, I'd say he was meh throughout the game, but he makes the big save in overtime. He makes a save with his face. I mean, if that if he doesn't make that save, Sagan doesn't go the other end and give a slam dunk to Duchesne. So even when he has an off game, he makes the big save when the Stars need it, and he gets it done. And that's why he's our goalie, and why one he's one of the best in the league. 
Yeah, I mean, he's he's been kind of eh the last couple of games. But, I mean, we're scoring enough goals that it doesn't really matter. I mean, you can, you, you as a goaltender, you can have off nights if your team is scoring more than four goals a night. Yeah. He's really ham and egging it with the Stars offense. Star offense bad, utter good. Utter not as good, offense good. <laughs> that is very true. That is very true. So, and uh, the other thing about this is the divisional play. So the Stars are now 3-0 and against their division play on this group of four against their central division rivals. Not, not really rivals, opponents. Some of them are not really rivals. But regardless, uh, and this was something that they've have kind of slowly gotten better at over the last couple of years, especially. I think the there was a a little stat line when they showed last Pete DeBoer that they were twenty one like four and four. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> twenty two four and four now. So with Pete DeBoer behind the bench, that that record is ridiculous. And I remember that there were years that the Stars were really good, and they'd have really good you know records or whatever. And their record against the Central Division would be kind of meh, mediocre, or whatever. Doesn't hurt that the Central Division's gotten a lot worse. Very and that's quickly. also what I was thinking. Five years too, so. the Central Division was one of, if not the best, divisions, and now it's very much not. Okay, I got one more thing I want to talk about, but before that, do y'all have anything you can think of? You know what's sad? We only get to play the Coyotes three times this year. Ooh. That was a good game. Like I, I, I want to see more game. Coyotes. Stars. Yeah, this is this I'm, has been my I favorite. I just start game watching the, the Coyotes on my own. Yeah, w- one of the things. Uh, it's funny you say that, Chris. Is I'm, I could see the the Coyotes possibly making the playoffs. I, I think they should. I think if they don't, I think they're wasting their team. I mean. Th- the, nah, the Keller and Zucker. It's early for that. It's early Keller for that. Keller and Zucker, those game. are both two really good goals. Those players are playing very well. Their defense can fully stand up to it. Their goaltending tonight was great. I mean, Remote they have a goalie amazing. that can do it. They should do it this year. I mean, I don't see a reason why they can't. I talked about it a lot last year, how I thought their team overall was a lot better than the record said. And they're showing it this year. I think their goal should be to make the playoffs now. There's no reason for them to wait. Especially if Edmonton keeps keeps going the way they are. I mean, Edmonton at this rate, they're not going to make the playoffs. They're not even going to get a wild card spot if they keep going. Uh, they, they've had a couple of wins recently. They might they catch were, back up. They're the Edmonton they, Oilers. They were but, kind of in that spot last year. <laughs> yeah, well, it's it's a bit worse this year, like this, but yeah. regardless. Worse, but it's also earlier. Yeah, and true. The, the Kraken and the Flames both look like neither of them are going to – make much of this season so far and theirs hasn't been like they, they, they're not getting unlucky those teams have just not looked good and then i mean the the team that you're fighting right now is the blues you should beat the well, blues the jets, <laughs> the, jets. <laughs> the jets are I, gonna the, get top three so they, well see, i don't it, think they're it, gonna it, have it, to fight yeah. for i don't think they're gonna have to fight for a top three position if seattle calgary keeps playing the way they are well, I, I still don't see how there's four teams from the Central that make the playoffs. I don't. I can see I, it this year. I think it's going to – How the no. Pacific has started. No, I, I think it's going to be started, five. I can see it. I think it's going to be five for the Pacific, three from the Central. And I'm I'm sticking with it unless the Edmonton Oilers find some magic. That's what I thought at the beginning of the year, but, man. It's, the Pacific started bad, man. They're I mean, probably they can, the team that has 
uh, not met expectations the most. Someone help me with that. Well, you know what I meant to say. Someone say it better. What? Not I they're the division that they're the most disappointing not... division so far. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Los palabras son muy difícil. It was very hard for you, Chris. Okay. Anyways, uh, th- this might be a t- team I'd jump on the bandwagon for a little bit. They were actually a lot of fun to watch. You got the and, uh, logo. I, yeah, it's beautiful. Beautiful jerseys. Amazing jerseys. Yep. So, but the the other thing that it reminded me of is how I felt about the Seattle Kraken after the playoff series. Because, you know, a hard-fought like series you. like that, normally you you go out of it hating the other team. And I didn't. I was so impressed yeah. with the Seattle Kraken. Love, love and Kirk. now, now that it's it's they haven't really started that well this year. But um, the, the big difference know. for me there, though, is that Arizona has stars there, and they have stars in the making, and they have some crazy good goal scorers there. Uh, Seattle just kind of scores because they they find a way. Uh, Arizona is scoring because they're good. <laughs> More potential in Arizona. I agree. We'll see what they can do as uh, the season continues. Can Arizona get into third in the Central? I can see it. I don't think so, but they could. Um, but let's let's wrap it up, guys. Biggest winner, biggest loser tonight. What do we want? I'll to go first? first. Okay. Biggest winner is Tyler Sagan. I love that man. What a move at the end there. I mean, it was disgusting. He fully undressed him laid him down on the ice and spanked his bear behind. It was amazing. <laughs> All right. I was going to go Tyler Sagan too, but I'll go with that's Lindell. I thought he looked really, really good tonight. Uh, we, we kind of needed him to step up with Harley out as well. And he even produces offensively like Harley would have or could have, I guess. The real biggest winner tonight is Matt Duchesne. Absolutely. He continues to be the star's best player in the last 10 games. Uh, it's ridiculous what he makes. And maybe that's what makes this even better is the fact that he took a bargain contract to come here because he knew he could win. It does. Feel um, but I, I do want to give a, a little biggest winner to Nils Lindquist. Uh, it, well, I know oxymoron, <laughs> but it's like he's not as biggest winner, but the the past so that to sound he, like me, Ryan, I know. Right. Sorry. <laughs> It, the pass that he made to Slendell, uh, excuse me, on that second goal was it was it was so pretty, superb. It was amazing, and the the guy has been lights out this year. Like he's he's not getting pushed around as much. Uh, that those fifteen pounds and of muscle that he gained over the summer is really kind of working out for him. Um, I haven't said many bad things about him, so that means that you know the defensive side of the game is really working for him, and he's really having a great season. And he is he as well as Harley are both stepping up in the season when you know the cup expectations are there, and that's exactly what we needed from one and or both of those guys, and they're showing it to uh, the season. So uh, yeah, just like he, said, I, I felt needed- like he deserved. He, I felt like he deserved a shout out for t- for tonight's play. So, all right, biggest loser, Ryan Suter. Ryan Suter. Y'all are so mean. Just get he was break. terrible. Penalty fully allows the 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 second goal or was it the third goal? I don't it remember. Was the third goal. The third goal fully allows it because it he thinks he's 
because he thinks he's Miro Haskinen for some reason, and he's playing up in front of the red I line. Get back where you belong. Go stand on the blue line. And... I mean, even Pavelski was further back than he was, and Suter yeah. should always be the furthest one back. Every time. Doesn't matter. Unless he's, like, pinching for some dumb reason. No, he should, he should never always pinch. Be, he should always be no, the last Okay, one. okay. No, no. He did I'm make one come... good pinch the other game. Yes, Okay, Brian, yes, shut up. yes. Uh, <laughs> don't tell me to shut up. I'm trying to defend him. Y'all are, y'all are just trashing him over here, and I'm like, he, he, he's he been okay this year. He he's has, not he almost cost us. He almost cost us the game. He That's almost what it comes down to. Oh, okay, maybe, maybe, but he didn't, though. Thank His you, Sagan. Did not, he didn't do too. anything. He didn't do anything to save it. I mean, <laughs> it, it would have been... Secondary assist on the second goal. I guess he does can't... Can, Stand uh, correct. Stand Sagan, correct. Biggest, he, that actually Suter, was yeah. a good feed up the boards. Congrats. Suter, biggest winner. <laughs> Confirmed. Um... It's hard for me to pick a biggest loser tonight because it was such a fun game to watch. Matt Dunham um, getting put on his butt. Yeah, there. Okay, that's yeah. a good one. I like that. I, I really like that one, James. Thank you. I'll I'll steal uh, James's idea for Matt Dumba. Um, he didn't get booed enough though. He didn't get booed enough. I, I kind of wish uh, Zach and Dad had booed him more, but I don't know. So I liked it, Stars fans. Don't let Ryan dissuade you i thought you did a great job i'm not saying i didn't yep, like it i'm saying Ryan i want it to be louder he said hey, y'all were terrible i thought like, you did great no like no okay so do you hear like how many boos like Suter still gets going back to minnesota that's yeah, i thought like, i thought we gave dumba more i thought he was i thought the fans did fantastic oh okay fine. although they didn't know he was I, on I the was ice done. till about 10 minutes in Nope, I don't think that's, that's true. I was like, wait, he's on Arizona? I don't know what you're talking about, James. <laughs> okay, guys. I I think we gotta save some of this stuff for tomorrow night. Uh anything else? Nope. No, I think that's it. Okay. All right. Uh thank you guys for listening tonight. Uh this has been a very busy uh live episode today. We had up to 32 people live listening to us. So thank y'all for listening to us live. And uh there's many more of you <laughs> that shut up, Chris. That are there's many more of you that were that are listening later uh to this episode. We also thank you and appreciate you. Thank you to DraftKings Sportsbook and to Raycon for being our sponsors. Go and check out StarcasticRemarks.com, our official website, for all the latest info, all the latest episodes from our podcast. And also, I just want to say thank you to James. We have a Brit and his girlfriend, actually. I got to shout out go. Samantha because uh, I'd get in trouble and James will get in trouble for not mentioning it. Uh, but thank you to both of them for setting up the brand new Discord for Starcaster Marks. Go and check that out. Uh, I actually sent a link on the uh, Twitter page for the Starcaster Marks. If you would like to join, go and join the Discord. Uh, I'm trying to be better about joining it and being more proactive about, you know, talking about the game during the game. Uh, I did a little bit today. I'll do more on Saturday when the Stars yeah. take on Norm the Colorado Avalanche. No That's going to be a big game. Normally me... Uh, Padre and Zach are all in there pretty regularly talking about the game while it's yeah. going on. So. Lots more stuff during the game, more than just after the game. Cool stuff there. Yep. All right. Along with Chris, along with James, my name's Ryan. We will catch you guys on the flip side, and we hope you guys have a good, fantastic morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you guys are listening. Christian, take us out. GG, boys! <laughs>